Oh, you know he's going to say, oh, yes. Oh, Senator Paul, absolutely. I did not. I misspoke. Absolutely. Coming to you from deep inside our lofty, heavily fortified bunker, located somewhere in the heart of Middle Earth, the show that doesn't shy away from tough questions or tough answers. Sit back, turn on your brain, and get ready for truth. It's a dirty job, but hey, somebody has to do it. Welcome back to the David Allen Show. Breaking news in the uh, <clears throat> the method of the late Rush Limbaugh. All right. Updated July 27. Oh, by the way. Hi, David. How are you? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm fine. Perfect. Good. All right. Updated July 27. That happens to be today. Uh, this from the horse's mouth. CDC.gov. <clears throat> All right. When you've been fully vaccinated, this is on almost, it's the top of the vaccines page on CDC.gov. All right. When you've been fully vaccinated, how to protect yourself and others. Safer activities for you and your family. If you are fully vaccinated that means you're double jabbed and you're at least two weeks past the second jab or you're two weeks past your one jab of the j and j that's actively failing anyway if you're fully vaccinated you can participate in many of the activities that you did before the pandemic to maximize protection from the delta variant and prevent possible spreading it to others sorry sorry you forgot the the life-threatening Delta variant. Thank you. Oh, Continue. The, uh, perfect. Awesome. <clears throat> well, sick. We'll add that into there. Uh, you, to pre- prevent possibly spreading it to others, wear a mask indoors in public if you are in an area of substantial or high transmission. Wearing a mask is most important if you have a weakened immune system or if, because of your age or an underlying medical condition, you are at increased risk for severe disease or if someone in your household has a weakened immune system, is at increased risk for severe disease or is unvaccinated. So, the vaccinated person must wear a mask if he's around an unvaccinated person or she or them or they if this applies to you or your household. You might choose to wear a mask regardless of the level of transmission in your area. CDC COVID-19 vaccines are effective at protecting you from getting sick. Based on what we know about this dog, this is from the website. Based on what we know about COVID-19 vaccines, people who have been fully vaccinated can do things that they had stopped doing because of the pandemic. These recommendations can help you make decisions about daily activities after you are fully vaccinated vaccinated now here you go have you been fully vaccinated so we just talked about this two weeks after your second jab of the Pfizer or moderna vaccines or two weeks after the single dose vaccine from the johnson and johnson's jansen vaccine uh if you don't meet these requirements regardless of your age you are not fully vaccinated keep talk taking all precautions until you're fully vaccinated and then wear your mask is what they're saying. Huh. So, uh, on the face bag, the White House face bag page posted 
Uh, no, my bad. Not the white. The President Joe Biden blue checkmark face bag page posted this one hour ago. It is 618 p.m. in the Central Daylight Time on July 27, 2021. So one hour ago at 520. Today's announcement makes clear that the most important protection we have against the Delta Vax variant is the vaccine. Although most U.S. adults are vaccinated, too many are not, and that has to change. Get protected at vaccines.gov. Uh, then they have a picture. Today, the CDC has issued new mask guidance. I'll put this up so you can see it if you want to click on your screen. Uh, you guests can go to the face bag and look up President Joe Biden's white check or blue check mark page. He is an old white guy, so that'd be all right, too. Uh, new mask guidance for individuals in areas of substantial or high transmission and K through 12 schools. If you're in an area of substantial or high transmission, you should wear a mask in public indoor settings, even if you are vaccinated. And this fall, everyone should wear a mask in schools, regardless of vaccination status. Now, David, please tell me, what were we told was the reason we all needed to get the jab? So that we wouldn't have to be vaccinated anymore. I feel like to. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So we wouldn't have to be vaccinated anymore? Same. Not vaccinated. So, so we wouldn't have to be vaccinated anymore? I'm Did you sorry. just do a switcheroo? We wouldn't have to wear a mask. There I feel it is. So uh, someone commented on that post hilariously that... Forcing the vaccinated to wear masks isn't going to help anyone unvaccinated get vaccinated. That's a really good point. Yeah. What, Why are, they, what are they thinking? What, what's, some people might call that an outstanding point. Ah, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. It's ludicrous. The, this thing is insane. They're flip-flopping about. Uh, I, but did did you expect any anything else? No. <clears throat> Someone commented an hour ago. So, Mr. President, when are you going to step up and protect our school children and teachers in states who refuse to follow the CDC guidance? At what point are they committing criminal negligence? Kill them. By refusing to follow the CDC. So, uh, in your lifetime, do you remember a time ever... Where you, as a person, or even in your neighborhood communities, thought, man, what does the CDC say about this? And then you go find it and follow the orders. Do you recall that ever? Um, I know the answer to this. Uh, no. Ah. <clears throat> I don't. Neither do I. And they've elevated, I mean, it's so transparently political on what they're doing and so um so devoid of any type of common sense or really at the end of the day science science um, that i it's 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 just stunning to me that there are people out there that still listen to anything um 
these people say. Mm-hmm. I it's just, it's just I I I don't I don't get it, and I don't think I will ever get how big of a bunch of sheeple. I thought you were going to say another S word. Oh, which might be appropriate. Um, shoot. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. Shucks. <laughs> Darn shucks. <laughs> yeah, I. It's it's stunning the 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 you know it's just stunning the level of not necessarily stupidity but is it ignorance I, 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 or is it is it willful willful ignorance at the end of the day or it, is it not it, ignorance to them is this a a uh, blue dress green dress or whatever it was white dress blue dress thing i don't know i part of me thinks that it's almost it has become a religion mm. um or a cult uh-huh. that these people adhere to because because they follow it with a slavish devotion that you normally only see in people that are following either a certain um, belief structure, religion, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, there's absolutely no thinking for yourself. I mean, and it's, it's crazy. It's, cr- it's crazy how, how little any of these people think for themselves. I just, it's crazy. But <clears throat> are, are they supposed? <clears throat> sorry, are they supposed to think for themselves? Isn't that part of the uh, liberal foundational belief? Is that the government and the institutions are better decision makers for you and your stuff? And so you're not allowed to make decisions on your own or think because you're probably going to do it wrong. Well, I guess I I don't know. I guess. Uh, part of me. Um, oh, you were hoping average, for reasonability. Well, the a- typically the average liberal thinks that the rules don't necessarily apply to them. They they apply to other people. You know, uh, consider the uh, the politicians that uh, left on the plane mm, from de- from um, uh, Austin. From Texas? Yeah, from yep, Austin. Yep, yep. Yeah, from Maskless, Austin. by and, the way, according to the pictures that were spread about the interweb. Yeah. And so they're all sitting around, not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, but they'd be the they'd be the first people that would throw somebody under the bus for not wearing a mask. Well, yeah. You know? Uh-huh. But see, they were in a group of their peers who believed the same thing. They've drunk the same Kool-Aid. And so in their mind, they were fully, fully protected. And who knows? Maybe they were. Maybe I mean, the testing, we have questioned the testing from the beginning. And so maybe the testing is wrong. Maybe they're not ill with this thing. Who knows? I mean, I, I'm not necessarily going to say, yeah, they got it. And they're just spreaders. Maybe they are. Maybe they're not. I don't know. But the, the hypocrisy is in the visual. They force everyone else and they're, they champion forcing everyone else to mask up on an airplane. Yep. And maybe everywhere yep. else. And they deliberately don't. And then have the gall to take a picture 
Even if they didn't want to post it or mean to post it, you don't do that. Well, I guess they <laughs> they do. So I'm going <clears> to <throat> uh, borrow a clip made by John C. Dvorak from Sunday's, uh, two days ago, Sunday's No Agenda show. If you if you are unaware of that, is the best podcast in the universe. Um, I have to say that because it's been on much longer than ours, and uh, it's... I'll say it. It, it. It's polished. More polisheder than ours. <laughs> but Joe Biden had, for the president, Joe Biden, had a town hall last week where he was, rega- he regaled the audience and the world. Uh, not the world because he was on CNN, so no one actually saw it. Uh, but <laughs> J- John Lemon, Don Lemon, um, the dish soap was there cheering him on. Anyway, he made this claim about the deaths and the comparison of the deaths of COVID. And I think, let's see if you'll be able to hear this. You know, we've lost more people in the United States, over 630 some thousand people than every major war we've ever fought. Did you hear that? Yeah, that's not true. Come on. What? Why is it not true? We've lost more, more people to COVID than any major war, than all mm-hmm. major wars we've ever fought. What? Uh, no, that's... that's Dvorak uh, claim, said that, and most scholars will agree, that more over 700,000 people were lost in in the Civil War alone. Yes. Alone, that one. So... Yeah. How come nobody? I mean, Don Lemon's like, mm, yeah, yeah, I'm here with the president. Oh. He has no either courage or ability to say, there we go. Mm, hold on. Yes and yes. That's maybe wrong. Or maybe they don't know. Maybe that's the whole point. They've never learned history. Yeah, that, yeah. that could be. Maybe. Not a joke. Not a joke. Uh, so yeah, I have very little faith in the numbers. I have very little faith in the current, uh, well, okay. For me, all of this science, I put in quotes and say, science, ignorantly or kind of mockingly. Um, I've not been a fan of it. I don't care who the president is. I mean, when Trump had these same blowhards, I, I believed the same thing. I didn't believe them because it felt like they were just making this crap up as they went along. And claiming, it's one thing to say, you know what, we don't know what we're doing and we don't know what's going on, so we're going to try lots of stuff. So let's try this thing first and then let's run with it and see what happens. No, they came out and said, ah, we know the answer. The answer is X, Y, or Z. And then they come out the next day, nah, never mind, we know the answer. It's A, B, and C. And now today, we know the answer. It's some Russian alphabet, I think. So to me, it's got nothing to do with uh, a political affiliation because both presidential uh, administrations who appear to be uh, on very opposite sides of everything. Well, uh, Mitch McConnell is pushing the vaccine as well. I mean, so so is Christy Nome. I mean, if we really are honest about it, she went and got the jab. 
Why? Uh-huh. And she claimed, okay, on today, so we'll just look up her um, <clears throat> her actual uh, face bag as well. Um, Governor Christy Nome, government official. All right, one hour ago today, here's what she said. This is posted to the Facebook blue checkmark Governor Christy Nome. The CDC shifts their position again. South Dakota's cases remain low. If you're worried about the virus, you're free to get vaccinated, wear a mask, or stay at home. But we won't be mandating anything. And the CDC's inconsistency doesn't help the American people. Now, I, that's, okay. I appreciate a governor that says, we're not going to mandate anything. Make your own choice. Now, I find it fascinating that she got her jab all while claiming there was nothing to worry about. So there's a little hypocrisy there, I think. But she isn't taking the position of, oh, holy cow. Now, last week, I made the bold claim. Uh, (laughs) Let me find it. To the peanut gallery and a sidebar. And I, I'll, I'll see when it was. Um, I'm, I'm going back in time. Bing, 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 bing. Ah, July 20, one week ago. Within a week, I said. So I guess maybe I'm just a couple hours after. Within a week, Biden will start wearing a mask in public again. And then today, one week later, these new rules come out. Fully vaccinated people need to wear them indoors. And when there's high level of transmission or unvaccinated people around, he's going to start wearing masks again. So why did you make that bold, bold claim? Because I saw the writing on the wall with all these variants and the panic, the breathless panic in the uh, administration. Yeah. I'm just going to say them. I'm right. It might have been a couple hours off, but darn close. Good job. Hey, I do what we can <clears throat> here on the show. I got to look for something here. Um, you are still working in the communist regime of uh, Minnesota. Right. I, th- I think somewhere in that, in that yeah. <laughs> hole. Yep. Um, has anything changed there or is your uh, comrade governor still... Like is he is everything well, still open, uh, or is he, what's he threatening? He no longer, he no longer has the emergency um, authorize authorization or whatever. Oh, so that's right. Okay, so, so can can he, he can't, can he take it no. back with the, by executive order? Mm, I don't I don't know if he would. Well, of course he would to save lives. Just ask him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, true. Because that's, yeah. that's what he's about. He's about saving lives, keeping people from dying from this horrible, mm-hmm. very natural mm-hmm. virus. Well, you know, possibly. Speaking of uh, this, I, yeah, I mean, what? I don't, I don't think he will, but, you know. What do I know? Uh, Maybe he will. I I do think, though, that um, there's going to be a lot of people losing their mind if 
they try to push the same same type of restrictions on everybody. Oh, check this um, out, though. I did. Uh, sorry, <clears throat> I'm going to jump right in here because I just jumped on the Governor Tim Walls blue checkmark page on the face bag. Okay. Okay. And his post from 23 hours ago, guess what it was regarding? Just take a wild stab in the air. Uh, COVID? Oh, nope, nope. The next thing, the next best thing. Come on. Um, transgenderism? Ah, crap. No. Tackling climate change is not easy. Oh, yes. Yeah, I saw that. Come on. Yeah, you should have seen that one coming. Uh, but then yeah. on July 1, no. What was his big push? Like, ah, uh, once we get to this threshold, we're opening back up. It's all back to normal. What was that number? I don't I don't remember what the exact number was. It was cases, right? No, vaccinated. How many percent vaccinated? In, oh, in that's the, right. Yeah. Um 70%? Yeah. So, 70% was the goal. And it was yeah. all, well, we're never going to go. We're not even close. We're not going to get there. Well, we got to get there to open up. And then he congratulates himself. I mean, he congratulates Minnesota, he claims, on July 1st, reaching President Biden's goal of 70% of adults with at least one vaccine dose before July 4 is a remarkable achievement. Thank you to every Minnesotan who has rolled up their sleeves. <laughs> I would like to puke. Oh, I'm with you there. Uh, I, but I, you know, you're you're not really surprised, though, are you? Well, from comrade, no, not from the comrade, not not for a second, no, no. Um. <laughs> This feels oddly like the Russian anthem, national anthem. Oh, wait, it's not. It's Yeah, you're right, it does. <laughs> the Olympics, everybody. In the words of Harry Shearer, it's a movement. And we all need one every day, he says. All right. Ah. So, the Olympics are on. This is the uh, one-year-later Olympics. Uh, they were supposed to happen in 2020 in Tokyo. Well, the uh, very natural COVID-19, the naturally uh, occurring virus, COVID-19, that causes COVID-19, uh, it <clears throat> pushed it back a year. So now we have an Olympics with no crowd. Now, tell me how that's going to work, but that's all right. Well, we have the United States of America has the best probably ever gymnast in Simone Biles. Mm -hmm. This story uh, is posted to the cbsnews.com today, uh, written by Christopher Brito, titled Olympic Champion Simone Biles Super Frustrated After Pulling Out of Team Finals. Olympic Champion. Now, uh, have you been following these Olympic Games? Uh, here and there, a little bit. What's Not tons. When I think of the Olympic Games, I almost go back to old Rome and the Colosseum. What if we did that again? You think that would uh, draw a crowd? People? 
Well, I'm sure if that's what it takes. Think of the ratings. Yeah, sure, sure. Hmm. Are we not inter? Are you not oh, entertained? You? Yes. <laughs> Olympic champion Simone Biles said Tuesday she was super frustrated after pulling out of the gymnastics team finals as she deals with the emotional toll of competing in Tokyo. A team earned the team earned a silver medal, ending their bid for a third straight Olympic title. Biles told NBC's Today that she withdrew from the team because of the emotional toll associated with competing in the Olympics rather than a physical injury. Physically, I feel good. I'm in shape, she said. Emotionally, that kind of varies on the time and moment. Coming here to the Olympics and being the head star isn't an easy feat. So we're just trying to take it one day at a time and we'll see. Biles left her status to to compete in individual events, which began Thursday, up in the air. She told the media that the team will have Wednesday morning off and said it will be a good mental rest. After landing her vault earlier, she huddled with her trainer and exited the competition floor with the team doctor. She returned with her right leg wrapped. Teammate Jordan Childs replaced Biles. It's almost like they have a, a thing going there. And Team USA was forced to finish the rest of the team's final without her. So you, was it because she knew they were going to become first loser rather than the winner of the Olympics? Did well, she? That's a good question. Is that why she quit? I'm not sure. USA Gymnastics said earlier in a statement that Biles has withdrawn from the team final because of a medical issue. Quote, she will be assessed daily to determine medical clearance, clearance uh, for future competitions, the USA Gymnastics said. Biles cheered on Team USA teammate, teammates, teammates, and even congratulated members of the Russian Olympic Committee, which won gold. So she's a communist. So she quit so the Russians, the Ruskies, could win. She told today that she was super frustrated. Now, today in all, in capital T. She was super frustrated for pulling out, but super proud of her teammates. Biles called her teammates incredibly brave and talented in an Instagram post. I'll forever be inspired by your determination to not give up and to fight through adversity. They stepped up when I couldn't. Thanks for being there for me and having my back forever. Love y'all. That's from her Instagram page. Biles, considered to be the best gymnast of all time, received an outpouring of support online after pulling from the team final. USA Olympic and Paralympic Committee CEO Sarah Hirschland said in a statement that Biles has made us so proud. Proud of who you are as a person, teammate, and athlete, Hirschland said. We applaud your decision to prioritize your mental wellness over all else and offer you the full support and resources of our Team USA community as you navigate the journey ahead. White House press spokesperson Jen Psaki said on Twitter that Biles deserves gratitude and support. Still the goat, and we are all just lucky to be able to see her in action, she wrote. Still the goat. Greatest of all time. Hmm. All right, from Vox. The Simone Biles scoring controversy. Now, this is some say this may have something to do with her dropping out. As children, we're often told this from Vox. Alex Abad Santos wrote this a couple days ago. As children, we're often told that we can't we can do anything we put our minds to. 
I guess we're okay with deceiving children because this is a complete lie. No matter how yes, hard we try, there are things Simone Biles can do that none of us will ever achieve. Over the past eight years, Biles has dominated the competition, winning four Olympic gold medals and 19 world championship medals and getting four maneuvers named after her. She hasn't lost a major competition since her debut in 2013. Her talent at strong tumbling combined with execution has made her a transformative and unsurpassed gymnast. She's taken a sport that is judged to the decimal and won by full points. At this year's Olympics, she'll be the heavy favorite again. Now, this was written before she quit. Ba sorry, backed out for mental health reasons. Barring injury or getting locked in her hotel room by a jealous rival, little could stop Biles from adding to her gold medal total. Hence, Biles' storyline this year isn't about whether she'll win, but whether her skills will be fully appreciated. Specifically, the controversy is that Biles is doing moves that few, if any, a gymnast can do, including her male colleagues. But instead of getting full points for her moves, she and those who watch the sport feel that the judges aren't scoring her fairly and are not giving her moves their proper value. With Biles' overall dominance, missing a few tenths here and there can feel trivial. But try to imagine the absurdity of sport-changing greatness and why it's happening to arguably be the greatest athlete of all time. The greatest athlete of, of all time. time. Or the greatest gymnast. <laughs> to understand they, the, they said athlete. To understand the controversy over Bile's score, you have to understand how scoring in gymnastics works. A gymnast score... Oh, please tell us. <laughs> Are you ready for this? A gymnast score on any apparatus is the combination of an execution score graded out of a perfect 10 and a difficulty or starting value score. The latter is the, most imp is the important thing when it comes to Bile's. A routine's difficulty is the sum of all a gymnast's moves in a routine. The higher the difficulty of the move, the more it's worth. The higher the total value goes. Provided you attempt those elements, that difficulty score value is yours to keep. What sets Biles apart from mortals is that her difficulty scores are much higher than those of her competitors. For example, uh, this shows a chart here. It's kind of hard to just actually explain the chart, <clears throat> but... Um, She's not only performing more difficult routines, but also executing them well. And so, as, let's see, normally the championship is decided by tenths or hundredths, hundredths of a point. In Biles' case, she wins by full points, more than two in a sport. The current controversy surrounding Biles is that she's added new, more difficult skills, but isn't getting what should be the full credit reflected on her difficulty score. And part of that is because they claim they are too dangerous, and so she shouldn't get the benefit of that. Was she, is she like juggling chainsaws while she's tumbling or something? <laughs> the double-twisting the double twisting double on the floor is what Sean Johnson and Jordan Weber were mounting their floor routines with. Ending this off the balance beam is truly mind boggling. So she will jump off of the balance beam to do something that most people can barely do from the floor. Hmm. So that's kind of impressive. 
So there's okay, some talk. Whatever. Well, but there's some talk <laughs> that they are underscoring it because it's she's she's it's it's too dangerous. So she shouldn't get uh, rewarded for doing really dangerous things. <laughs> she shouldn't get rewarded for uh, for being better for, than everyone. Yeah. And I thought, as along with some <laughs> other uh, commenters on the on, on the Instaweb, I thought, interweb, I thought that um, the would you think the, the black women and over, overall the African Americans were held back, and so thus were being um, <clears throat> unfairly, you know, held down by the white by whitey. Huh. And so it seems like that this Simone Biles, who is not white, is being held back because it's unfair to the other people. So apparently black lives don't matter in this case? Uh, apparently not. At least not on a global scale. Stage. Huh. Whatever. I just thought that was fascinating because that's, I mean, of all the thing, people to watch in the Olympics, which I clearly, uh, to be blatantly uh, uh, honest here, not that I've been dishonest, mm-hmm. but to, to be transparent. That's the better word, transparent. I've not watched one lick of the Olympics at all this year. Only because Nothing. I haven't had time. Not because I like, deliberately chose not to. I just haven't made the effort, and I don't know if I care. And now, honestly, I don't know if I want to watch because she, I mean, she would make the, the gymnastics worth watching because she is a, an animal. Because she might die? Is that Yes, what? It, it's the juggling of chainsaws. Yeah. Hmm. But now that yeah, she that, won't be that is kind of funny. Where where you've gotten to the point where um, you're so good that it's not fair. Yes. Now this is equality of outcome. Yeah. Which is yeah. nonsense. Yeah. Right. So there's a picture. I think that I may have sent it to you. It's a a, a meme, shall we say? And it was of equality. Oh, yeah, yes. Yes, you did. And it is a picture. two images of some people watching a baseball game over a fence. And equality, there are three different heights of people. So I'll try to paint this picture. So imagine. Close your eyes. And imagine you're at the ballpark. Okay. Are you ready? And there is just a big hit that's happened. Imagine. Imagine you're there. (laughs) And there are three heights of people. So there's a little child who's five. And then there's a 14-year-old. And then dad. And they all want to look over the fence. And so we are looking at them from the back. And from the back, they are all standing upon the same size of box so they can all get up. They all get the same level of step, and that allows them all to to see over the fence. Now, dad is still taller than the rest of them. Middle kid is still over the fence, and junior can peek up on his tippy toes from the box and see over the fence. That is equality. Then there's an image to the right of that that says equity. And what they did with that, the visual is beautiful, and I think it's absolutely correct. Dad is now standing in a hole. Yes, and nobody can see over the fence. Junior 
the middle child is now standing on the ground and can't see over the fence. And the baby is on a small box and still can't see over the fence. But what it did is equity put their heads yeah. at the same height, but it wasn't the height of dad. It was the height of middle child. Middle child without the step cannot see over the fence. So equity ruined the game for them all. Why right. is that not yeah. blatantly obvious to those that demand it? Yeah. That was not necessarily a rhetorical question, David. <laughs> I don't understand anyone that could that could think that trying to mandate outcome or guarantee an equal level of outcome, how could anyone be able to think, yeah, that makes lots of sense. That'll work. That that's um that's communism. That worked pretty well. Well, it, it's it's a politics of envy, you know. Ah, yes. So, uh, that SOB has XYZ and I don't, even though I never tried. But I bet if I tried, I could be number one. But uh, the man is keeping me down. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the whole Black Lives Matter, I mean, it's a, there's politics of envy there as well. Um, yeah. That's a great uh, cartoon, though. It is. If, if I can, I'll put that in the uh, in the notes section of this show on the uh, on the podcast app. Hopefully it'll show up. Doesn't always, but we'll try. <clears throat> uh, <coughs> back to the jab. Uh, this is from CNN Politics, which kind of means that um, no one reads it, but that's fine. Today is Tuesday, right? Yeah. Yes. Today's Tuesday. Uh, headline, Biden will announce vaccination requirement across federal government on Thursday. President Joe Biden, not a joke, will announce an, on Thursday a requirement that all federal employees and contractors be vaccinated against COVID-19 or be required to submit to regular testing and mitigation requirements. The announcement will come in remarks where Biden is also expected to lay out a series of new steps, including incentives in an attempt to spur new vaccinations as the Delta variant spreads rapidly throughout the country. It will also follow the decision by the Department of Veterans Affairs to require its frontline healthcare workers to be vaccinated over the course of the next two months. Biden alluded to the looming announcement on Tuesday, quote, that's under consideration right now, he said, when asked if he would impose a vaccination mandate on federal workers. So what's going to happen if federal workers say, nope? Uh, most, most will say, yep. I understand that. But if enough of them said no, what would happen? They would have to stop. Would, would that actually stop government? Well, wait a second. They would. So if they say no to the vaccine, then they would have to get tested, tested daily, I believe. Uh, what does it say? 
regular testing and mitigation requirements. So they'd have to wear masks and be tested so often. My wife works in a, an assisted living. Um, she had full-blown COVID uh, less than a year ago. Mm-hmm. Who has to get tested every week? She has to wear a mask, but if you're vaccinated, you don't. Boy, that's working. Well, you do now. I'm sure they'll change that right now after the CDC revised their rules, right? Well, uh, I, you know, I don't know. I, I think it depends upon the Minnesota Department of Health, um, whatever they say. And again, the, the <laughs> CDC, it's a recommendation. It's not. They no, can't. no, it's, no, no, it's not. No, listen to them. That's why we need to have criminal criminal prosecution for people who don't follow cdc guidelines are you crazy it's not just a guideline it's a rule this is not pirateville it's not a guideline it's a rule Uh uh-huh just checking making sure you're aware of the truth (laughs) so it i don't know it just seems so uh like I, I was, I was considering, you know, really trying to get into, to work in the VA. Um, but I figured that within a certain amount of time, and I was right, uh, they would require uh, vaccines. So, I said. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Well, it's certainly and, not been approved yet either. No matter what they say. What the the, shot. the vaccine? Yeah, it's not been approved. Oh, I know. Yeah, right. It hasn't. You are correct, sir. Mm-hmm. Now that much I know. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find the clip of Bidenhood. When he said, um, oh, here we go. So this is somebody white. What? Say that again. (laughs) No, no, not that. (laughs) Oh, I don't have that one. This is another uh, borrow from uh, Dvorak. (laughs) Uh, Just listen to this and then let's talk about it. Everybody talks about how, you know, this virus came this, this, uh, uh, the, the drugs that are designed to kill the virus came along so quickly. Been working on it for two decades. There's nothing quick about this. It's been over two decades. So people say, I'm not taking a drug that was so approved so quickly. It's been two decades. Okay. So, so now don't you feel silly? <laughs> well, the obvious. See, the, proof, the proof's right there. Well, but that the stumbling Joe Biden hood said two decades. It's, two it's, decades. it's been two decades in the work in the making. That's, That's the 20, proof. twenty years in the making. Don't you feel like you're who's the dummy now? <laughs> Correct. And so the obvious question is if it's been two decades, why isn't it two approved decades. yet? Why isn't it approved yet? That is the obvious well, it's question. It's been two decades. 
I don't think decades. You keep using that word. <laughs> Two decades. <laughs> I don't think it means what you mean it means, what you think it means. <clears throat> and then there's this, r- real quick. Uh, this is Biden at the, at the uh, and I thanks Dvorak for making these so uh, beautifully clipped. To get, there's legitimate questions people can ask they, that they worry about getting vaccinated, but the questions should be asked, answered, and people should get vaccinated. But this is not a pandemic. I've, we've made sure that since I got in office, we've, we've inoculated over 160 million people. It's not a pandemic? It's not. <laughs> See? It's been huh. two decades, and it's not a pandemic. Huh. So, I mean, it's, it's that simple. I don't understand the problem, CDC. Why do you need to mandate anything else? And then... Uh, Especially in, since it's not a pandemic. Well, clearly. It's at CBS Sacramento. <clears throat> Sacramento.cbslocal.com. Yesterday, headline, higher COVID rate found in some counties hot with higher vaccination rate. Hmm. How's that possible? It's, it shouldn't be possible. State workers and healthcare employees will now be required to show proof of vaccine or get tested for COVID at least once a week. The governor and the governor. Now, this is Governor Gavin Newsom, who is currently being recalled mm-hmm. for his miserable botching of uh, this pandemic. Uh, not a pandemic, according to Bidenhood uh, 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 thing that we've had over the last year and a half. The governor announced the new guidance today and is urging private employers to, quote, replicate the example. This comes as a high as the highly contagious Delta variant. Now, something else that I thought about as a sidebar here. Do you think Delta Airlines is really happy with the marketing and the media push on this Delta variant as being so bad? Or is this some secret way to get more people to think Delta when they want to fly? <laughs> no, uh, no, it's, uh, it's, it's taking the, uh, Greek alphabet and, um, using that. I mean, it's not, yeah, but funny. <laughs> That is funny. <laughs> well, it's like Corona beer sales were not down in 2020, so that didn't hurt them. So, <laughs> as of February, let's see, how did coronavirus affect Corona beer in 2020? Uh, a, the coronavirus or COVID 19 global pandemic caused a worldwide economic crisis affecting some countries more than others. But how was Corona beer affected by the pandemic? That's not a pandemic, according to Biden Hood. Coincidentally, the same name has the virus boosted sales for the beer company. Um, there was a 12% decline in revenue in the first half of 2020 compared to the same period. So, Real? yeah, maybe. Minimal. Minimal. Sorry, that was a horrible sidebar. All right. <laughs> A new analysis finds several counties, this is back to California, CBS local Sacramento. A new analysis finds several counties with above average vaccination rates also have higher COVID case rates. While case rates are falling in counties with below average vaccination rates. Well, crap, everyone needs to get their shot then. So we can have more COVID. Statewide data. I think anal- it was in, um, 
in England, the all, I think it's 11 or 1300 of the, uh, of the palace guard were vaccinated in England. Mm-hmm. And um, they have something like a 16 times higher uh, COVID infection rate than uh, non-vaccinated people. Impossible. Impossible. Uh, You're right. The Indianapolis Colts football team, in case you were wondering, the National Football League football team. Football? Yeah. I don't like football. Okay, they're not soccer. The the hashtag Colts, and that's from Ian Rappaport on the uh, Twitters, at Rapsheet, the Colts announced that Coach F. Reich, who is fully vaccinated, tests positive for COVID-19 and is quarantined. He has no symptoms. <laughs> okay, that's fine. All right. <clears throat> statewide data. Back to San, 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 San Sacramento. State ride, statewide, statewide data and analyzed by the Bay Area News Group found five counties, Los Angeles, San Diego, Alameda, Contra Costa, and San Francisco have both a higher percentage of people who are fully vaccinated than the state average and a higher average daily case rate. What? How is this possible? I thought this jab was going to keep you from getting the vaccine. I'm sorry, getting the vaccine, getting the virus. It must, right? Yes. And Biden even said that in one of these clips that I, I don't have. But he even said, now, you, you need to realize that you're not going to get COVID if you get this vaccine. You're not going to get it. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Hold on. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Because the I think NBC News actually, uh, one of the news organizations fact-checked him. Yeah, right here. Sorry, NBC. We will listen to this. Again, thank you, Dvorak. While urging more Americans to get the shots, last night, President Biden made this claim. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. But that's not true. <laughs> Whoops. Uh-oh. So at what point do you think they're going to stop letting him out? <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they can not let him out. Why? Well, um, he's the president. I think we're told. Now, I, I say yeah. that I'm not questioning his uh, official like rise to the the seat. Like his official swearing in. I'm not questioning that for a second. I am questioning his ability to actually think on his own. Oh, yeah. He can't do that. (laughs) Uh, But it's not like they can keep him hemmed up in perpetuity. Um. But I, I would imagine they'll have to um, actually do a better job of uh, 
making sure, you know, all the answers are canned, that he knows it precisely what's going to be asked of him. They already try and, that, though. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to ask the people. Job. I'm going to call on the people that they tell me to call on. Who's on my list next? They already <laughs> do that. Well, that, so, well, but the, the other thing they have in, in their favor is they have a media that will absolutely cover it up completely. Mm, and that's true. absolutely no shame. So even if he does, I mean, they're covering up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on with the vaccines? Um, so, I don't. There's nothing going on with the vaccines. What's your problem? Just go get it. Yeah. Huh? What? Just go get it. What? Yeah. 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 So, do you think schools are going to revolt? I hope so. But okay, I think I told you this. Um. In, uh, I used to have to go to a ton of uh, emergency management uh, conferences, mm-hmm. and um, we had, uh, there was a, uh, a seminar about active shooter, dealing with active shooters, yep. how, you know, how you prevent it and, and whatnot, and the guy who, um, who was I guess you could say teaching the class or whatever. He, uh, uh, he's a former Green Beret. And, um, he, he said, uh, the, <laughs> and it was funny that he said this, but he said that, um, teachers are the worst. Um, they, they will do, uh, own, they they absolutely will not think for themselves, and he gave examples. Okay, <laughs> he said he said a perfect example. There was a school in Michigan, you know, quite a while ago, mm-hmm. a Catholic school, and um, there was a fire in the school, and the nuns wouldn't allow any of the kids to go until somebody told them to mm-hmm. and uh they all burned to death um and he he said he said um what you need to do one one thing that you can do with teachers is that when you have a uh, a fire drill um you you might test out the teachers on one wing and he said if you have a fire drill all the teachers are going to when the um alarm goes off will go out of their room and they'll all turn the way that they were told to turn and they will take their kids out that whatever door Mm -hmm. he said what you need to do is put a blockade up in the middle of the hallway and say not allowed for you know, to, to, uh, to exit the school in that direction, because then it forces them to actually have to think for themselves on what they would do and where they would go. Hmm. Um, anyways, so I think, I mean, personally, 
I think that the teachers will do whatever um, they are told to do. Now, you're always going to have a subset of teachers that, that think for themselves and are and don't just accept whatever's been told them. Mm-hmm. But the majority are going to do exactly what they're told. Yeah. Well, oh, uh, you know, you've been hearing that this is now a pandemic of the unvaccinated. You've heard that? Mm. I thought it wasn't a pandemic. Oh, well, ah, crap. I could be mad. This is fake news then. Shoot. Shoot. What, who do I believe? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what to do now. I'm stuck. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll just recite the fake news then. Because it's fascinating. I tried... To go find where that number came from. You know, for them to say 97, 99%, 97% of, of all deaths, all COVID deaths and hospitalizations are unvaccinated. Unvaccinated. Well, I found a little story. <clears throat> I believe it was the Cleveland Clinic. I believe I could be wrong on that, but I think it was the Cleveland Clinic. You can look it up on your own if you don't believe me. And it Alan? was a... Yes, sir. I believe you. Oh, thank you. Whew. I was okay. unsure, so thank you. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It was uh, three, three to four thousand people that they did a Still believe study you. on, and what it was is they found that the majority of the people with COVID in that group were not fully vaccinated, meaning. Most of them had already gotten at least one jab. They just maybe weren't past the two weeks after the second jab. Which could potentially point to this jab causing problems. But we don't want to have that. Yeah, no, never mind. Don't talk about that. But I thought that was interesting because all we hear from all of them is, well, every case we hear about right now is they are unvaccinated. So the implication is you are considered when they want you to be fully unvaccinated if you were not fully vaccinated. Right. So there's like this weird limbo area where you're going to (laughs) die. Apparently. Um, I was listening to this guy on YouTube. He's he's pro-vaccine. Yeah. But he's a he's a doctor from England and he goes over the stats and what and whatnot. And he noticed that according to statistics given out by the, uh, the British government and Israel, mm-hmm. that a higher number of people who had been vaccinated were hospitalized with COVID. Now we can, debate whether or not this is valid based upon the fact that they um, another study not a study uh, a whistleblower came out and said that the majority of uh, uh, COVID patients in the hospital in the hospitals in England mm-hmm. or I'm sorry not COVID patients but were said to be hospitalized for COVID tested they tested them after they arrived to the hospital rather than 
going into the hospital because of COVID. Okay. So you have a stroke, you go to the hospital, they, as a matter of uh, protocol, they test you for COVID. You have COVID or that test says that you have COVID. Therefore you're hospitalized because of COVID, mm-hmm. not because of the stroke, not because of the blood clot, not because of the broken leg, you know? Mm. So, uh, but anyway, so if you believe these statistics, he was talking about how in England there was like an eight or nine week, uh, eight or nine weeks between the first and the second shot, whereas in Israel and and America, which had similar statistics, where there was a three week difference between the two, and then and also the uh, odds of you getting COVID after you got the shot. Um, are much greater in, according to this, what this guy said, in uh, Israel and America. Hmm. And he speculated that the issue is they, uh, in Britain, they, uh, in America and in Israel, they only had three weeks between the two shots, where in, in Britain there was eight or nine weeks. Wow. That, um, now... I, I don't I don't out of hand trust anything that the government or medical uh, associations um, the statistics that they they hand out just because this is clearly showed to me that everything is political when mm-hmm. it comes to politics I mean I'm sorry when it comes to medicine and mm-hmm. science mm-hmm. right um, but that was an interesting statistic, I thought. Yeah. But whether you believe it or not, I don't know. And if you don't take the vaccine, but you, uh, but you actually get COVID, um, I know there was a study in Israel. I don't know how many thousands of Israelis, all of them, they tested, um, who had gotten COVID mm-hmm. after a certain amount of time, only less than a hundred got it a second time, um, showing that there was much more robust, uh, immune response to COVID mm-hmm. if you actually got the disease rather than, um, uh, getting the vaccine. Oh, well, that's not what we are supposed to listen to in here. Are you crazy? No. And it's it's so interesting. They they don't they don't even people who've already gotten it uh, apparently don't exist. Or uh, if you actually get the disease, it doesn't offer you any protection whatsoever. Um, it's just it's strange. Well, which is, and they're which finding is that this jab is fading after that. six months. Yeah, I know. But but natural, no, we don't know how long natural immunity is for. And so natural, just get your jab anyway. Get your second, you know, get get the shot no matter what. Ooh, oh, shoot, there's the tagline. Mm-hmm. Get your shot no matter what. I just am frustrated. Uh, there's, I heard, I haven't seen the paper, but I heard that PCR testing data, uh, if someone is tested and they are vaccinated, they run mm-hmm. at about a 
35 cycle, if you are get, get your tested and you are unvaccinated, they run yours at about 45 cycles. I I saw that it was 18 for if you were vaccinated. Oh, probably because then you never would get it. So that means if yeah. you're if you're coming up positive at 18 cycles, you actually do have something. Because I heard someone saying at 45 cycles, you have Ebola. <laughs> yeah, really, really, <laughs> or anything. You got me. You got the. <laughs> you got polio at 45 cycles. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh man! Well, this is a depressing show, but it's kind of interesting to to just get a recap because I, I wanted to make sure that we could memorialize the day when the <laughs> shot, the the benefits of getting the jab were now removed. And I don't know who is thinking that this is going to get anyone that hasn't decided to do it already on board. Because now what's the incentive? There is none. Yeah. I think it's getting to the point, though, that if you decide not to get the vaccine, it's because you have certain convictions about it. You know... But that's unacceptable. Yeah, right. You can't have convictions about anything because you aren't allowed to think for yourself. Right. You're not well, supposed you're, to. You're you don't know how. To think whatever Fauci tells you to think. Ah, our Lord and Savior, Hair Fauci. You know, I did <clears throat> reach out to him once again to do an interview with him. Huh. And I actually got a response this time, twice. One as a as a canned response that said, uh, "Thanks, but the due, due to the my involvement with the uh, pandemic response team, uh, it will be just I, I just can't take on anymore." Mm-hmm. And that was just a, a you know a automated response. Then I actually heard back from a, a colleague, "Thank you so much for the offer, uh, but due to scheduling and how busy he is, he just won't be able to do it. But thank you anyway." But that's why I thought that was interesting. They're actually returning things now because I tried months back and I got nothing. Mm. So I thought I'd try and I may try again later because all hmm. I want to do is I want to know. Now, it's possible that he is now really backtracking and freaking out because Jim J- Jordan, was it Jim? J- no, Rand Paul effectively. Oh, yeah. Said that he lied to Congress and committed a felony. Mm-hmm. And that gave him every opportunity to re- to back, pull back and reframe, restate, say, well, oh, I didn't really mean that. No, no. And what did Herr Fauci do? He doubled down. Oh, I did not do it. I did not. You know what? That would actually be good. Let's go find that because that is just outrageous. As you are aware, it is a crime to lie to Congress. Section 1001 of the U.S. Criminal Code creates a felony and a five-year penalty for lying to Congress. Now, just so we're aware, this is live feed from C-SPAN Radio. July 20, 2021, one week ago. On your last trip to our committee on May 11th, you stated that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And yet, 
gain-of-function research was done entirely in the Wuhan Institute by Dr. Xi and was funded by the NIH. I'd like to ask unanimous consent to insert into the record the Wuhan virology paper entitled Discovery of a Rich Gene Pool of Bat SARS-Related Coronaviruses. Please. Now, uh, <clears throat> David, are you able to see this from my screen? Mm. Sorry, I, I, just because there's some stuff. Watching Herr Fauci actually respond is uh, mm -hmm. kind of fantastic. Please deliver a copy <laughs> of the journal article to Dr. Fauci. In this paper, Dr. Xi credits the NIH and lists the actual number of the grant that she was given by the NIH. In this paper, she took two bat coronavirus genes, spike genes, and combined them with a SARS-related backbone to create new viruses that are not found in nature. These lab-created viruses were then to shown to replicate in humans. These experiments combine genetic information from different coronaviruses that infect animals but not humans to create novel artificial viruses able to infect human cells. Viruses that in nature only infect animals were manipulated in the Wuhan lab to gain the function of infecting humans. This research fits the definition of the research that the NIH said was subject to the pause in 2014 to 2017, a pause in funding on gain of function. But the NIH failed to recognize this, defines it away, and it never came under any scrutiny. Dr. Richard E. Bright, a molecular biologist from Rutgers, described this research in Wuhan as, the Wuhan lab used NIH funding to construct novel chimeric SARS-related coronaviruses able to infect human cells and laboratory animals. This is high-risk research that creates new potential pandemic pathogens, potential pandemic pathogens that exist only in the lab, not in nature. This research matches, these are Dr. Ebright's words, this research matches, indeed epitomizes, the definition of gain-of-function research done entirely in Wuhan for which there was supposed to be a federal pause. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, <laughs> do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Oh, you know he's going to say, oh, yes. Oh, Senator Paul, absolutely. I did not. I misspoke. Absolutely. No. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Fauci, your microphone is really hard to push the one button to turn it on. Microphone. Your microphone. Senator Paul. Did you see his face just there? I encourage anyone listening to go find this C-SPAN clip on YouTube or on cspan.org. Look it up and watch his face as he, he gets ever more agitated and angry. But when he has to turn his mic on, he like jabs at it. He's got a little in his face and he jabs at it. Let's go back and check that out. Microphone. Your microphone. Senator Paul, I have never <laughs> lied before the Congress and I do not retract that statement. I do not retract that lie. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. His breath is wavering. He's freaked out. He is absolutely panicked.
and he's trying to explain away his uh, potential culpability. So what was? Let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans. Right. You're saying that's not gain of function. Yeah, that is correct. And and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about. He's quite. just an arrogant little twelve year old. He needs a little ponytail on the top of his head that he can shake about and go do 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 do. Senator Paul, you don't know what you're talking about. And shake that little finger. Bam, bam, bam. Frankly, and I want to say that officially, Ooh. you do not know what you are talking about. Let's okay, you get NIH. one person. Let's read from the NIH. Can I please answer? <laughs> Shut up, grow up. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It says that scientific research that increases the transmissibility among mammals is gain of function. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals and they increase their transmissibility to humans. How you can say that is not gain of function. It is not. It's a dance and you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for four million people dying around the okay. world from a pandemic. <laughs> so that's kind of a shot across the bow to Herr Fauci. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. And I love, he's now going, whoa, holy crap. And now his hands start to shake when he gets into these answers. Dr. I have to, well, now you're getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the, the, the grant that was funded as a sub-award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2, that's where you are getting let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a minute. If it didn't I come can, from the lab, but you, all the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab, you, and there will be responsibility for those who funded the right. lab, including yourself. I totally This committee resent, will allow the witness to respond. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating. So just because he says a lie, so it says it's a lie, doesn't mean it's a lie. Right? Senator... Because if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature, it is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. It no is, one is molecularly. That those virus caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is that gain of function research was going on in that lab and NIH funded it. That you is can't not. can't get away from it. It meets your definition and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm Senator not Paul, obfuscating the truth. Senator you Paul's are the one. Time is expired, but I will allow. Senator Paul, you're the meanie pants. The witness to I'm just not finished. the ugly one. Uh, you're ugly. That if you look <laughs> at those fat. viruses, and that's judged by qualified <laughs> virologists and evolutionary biologists. 40 seconds. Those viruses are molecularly impossible. Oh, no he one, says with consternation. To result are. No in SARS-CoV-2. the pandemic. Paul, We're saying they are gain-of-function yeah, viruses because they were they're animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you, you admit the truth. And you implying... Senator Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses right. who mm. come before this committee to respond. And, and you are implying that what we did was responsible for the deaths of individual. I totally resent that. Have and if anybody and is lying here, Senator, here it go. is you. He's shaken. Absolutely shaken when he's... If anybody's lying here, Senator, it's you. He's panicked. Absolutely. So I think he is now 
trying to figure out how not to go to jail. Like, he is trying to cover his butt. It's not looking good for him. I don't envy his position. He should not have taken that position so quickly. <laughs> Senator Paul. Maybe Jiminy Glick should interview him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. All right. Well, that was a <coughs> spectacular note to end on. This is the David Allen Show for those that have waited until the end. Because you missed it at the beginning. Any last thoughts before we wrap this one up? Uh, Go get your jab. Get, get your jab and quit your lying. <laughs> Sit in a pool. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. It's not worth. It's not worth it. Mm-mm. This is the David Allen Show. DavidAllenShow.com. We will be back with more truth, or at least more analysis of what's out there in the news. Any last thoughts there, David? Nothing? Uh, Come on, it's got to be something. In the next six months, ooh, ooh, prediction time. something's going to happen. Oh, brother, yeah. so vague. Come on, let's break that down. What's that mean? That means either people are going to start getting sick, or <gasps> mm. if they push the vaccine <clears throat> too hard, people are going to start rebelling and rioting, I predict. No, that's true. Uh, I can see that coming. And what will happen? It, it, did you say if they start enforcing lockdowns, that's when it's going to go bad? Yeah. and It's one thing uh, to say we have a lockdown and nothing happens. Yeah, when you force, like at the point of a gun, some sort of compulsory. Yeah, I'm with you. Where the dead ships dwell in flames. This is the David Allen Show. See you next time. Good old.